you have your Bible, I invite you to turn with us to the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. All four Gospels record this scene. It's interesting. Sometimes they're not all four mentioned um, miracles, but all four Gospels makes mention of this miracle. All right, John's Gospel 6, 1 through 13. After these things, Jesus went over, <clears throat> over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw the miracles which he did on them that were deceased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company come unto him. He saith unto Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered and said, Two hundred pennies worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto them, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what is that among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, and a number of about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto the disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments, and of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Father, thank you for your miracles. Thank you for feeding us. And Lord, we just ask you to help us to know that you can multiply anything if we're willing to give it. In Jesus' name, amen. It, takes a, it does take a whole lot of uh, imagination to imagine the uh, embarrassment that the disciples may have felt when Jesus said, hey, well, where are we going to get some food um, to feed this crowd? Um, here is uh, really more than 5,000. There was 5,000 men. And I'm satisfied that some of the men had their wives and maybe had the youngins with them. So, you know, who knows how many thousands uh, they were there. Grass was in the place and said to have, the, have them to sit down. And so that's what they did. And Jesus knew, uh, the Bible says, that what he would do. But, you know, he wants to give, he will give the disciples an opportunity just like he wants to give us opportunity. How are you going to serve? How are you going to prepare? How are you going to meet the needs of your community? You know, it's, it's up to us. God's promised to bless that, but we're the ones that's got to put forth the effort. We're the ones that's got to get up and go and, and be led of the Lord in what we do. Uh, you know, five loaves of bread and two small fish. You know, that's not, I mean, hey, I'd clean the fish up in a minute and there wouldn't be no bread left probably. Um, so we know, you know, looking at the quantity of food, it had to be nothing other than a miracle. So I, I just did give this thing a title, A Bag Lunch for Jesus. Um, first of all, I want us to think about Philip. Uh, that's who he, he addressed first. And Philip was figuring on the least here. Hey, you know, what, what, what am I supposed to do? Um, you know, what money we got, but among us is not near enough to do uh, what you're 
asking here. Now we've got the people sit down. Um, what are we supposed to do? So Jesus asked him a question. Where can we go buy bread? Um, everywhere I've ever been overseas, bread is important. I mean, you can get by with nothing but bread if that's what it takes. Bread. Now, I know some of you who are as old as I am and older, you don't eat a meal without having bread. Bread on the table. You know, breakfast, homemade biscuits, toast. Dinner, homemade biscuits, cornbread. Supper, homemade biscuits, cornbread. All the way 500 pounds if I eat without that. Can you imagine I'm five foot six and being five foot wide? My goodness. But he said, hey, where can we go and buy this amount of bread to feed this crowd? Uh, you know, this was a problem. And some folk think, that, think today that as Christians, we don't have problems. Hey, we have more problems than the lost to me because we not only have our own little Christian problems that go along, but we also have the problems that the devil throws at us. Can you imagine the devil standing off to the side out here saying, he can't feed that crowd? What they sitting down for? They're wasting their time. And here again, you know, the disciples are almost at the point of being embarrassed because they're there to serve. And, you know, you could say, well, first come, first serve gets these fish and bread. Well, they've been a fight from the start. You know, somebody wouldn't have got anything except what I got in Africa, fish heads. Well, look at verse 7. It says, Peter Edson said, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that everyone might have a little, to be able to take a little. Evidently, that's what they had between, the, uh, between them as disciples. Now, uh, you know, when we focus on a problem, if we focus too much on the problem, we lose sight of the horizon. We lose sight of what God's intention is to perform this miracle. And, you know, we have to count on it. And you know, many times we're with the sick, we're with the dying. And you know, I always pray, Lord, may your will be done. Now, if you're, you're amongst Christians, they understand that. But what if you're amongst the lost? Your will be done. Well, what is that? You know, they don't have a clue unless they have seen it in your life, in my life. And the disciples knew. That, I mean, they'd seen Jesus perform miracle after miracle. But it seems like, hey, the miracles is getting going to have to be bigger if we survive here. And I'm satisfied not only uh, Philip, as we look at him, uh, but the power of God was right in the midst of them through Jesus. But we not only see uh, Philip's idea, but Andrew. Now, when Jesus said, how are we going to feed him? And, and Philip said, we don't have so much money. I'm satisfied Andrew, he's looking around to see who brought something. And according to the scripture, he discovered a little boy that had, a, had, had these uh, five loaves and, and two fish here. He, he had this little bag lunch at more than likely. I don't know where he got it. I'd like to think that he got it from home. Mama, I am going off today. I'm going to see who, what I can get into. If you just pack me a little lunch, you know, hey, I don't know what time of day it was. It might have been evening. could have been mid-morning. But the fish that he had packed probably was left over from supper that night. You know, I know some of you, you, you tell me right quick, I'd as soon eat cold fish as hot. Well, I don't want it. I want hot fish. But he had, you know, Andrew, he'd looked around. And he was trying to, uh, he was a, a finder. He was a finder for the Lord. Uh, as, as he began to look around. Now, some folk uh, would fret over the problem. Oh, what are we going to do? You know, we got all these people here. 
you know, I've never, um, since we've been here, like on Wednesday night, hey, people eat and they eat and they eat and then they go back and fix carry out plates and still there's, there's food left. It's amazing uh, what God will do. Um, and so many times uh, in our former church, you know, we didn't, we, we, the ladies brought in food for a bereaved family. And I've seen them many times, oh, I hope we got enough food. And it'd always be food left. You see, when the heart's right, God will provide. And I, I believe with all my heart that, that the disciples' heart was right. I mean, they, they, it was right, and they wanted to do what was right. But they didn't want to tell those people who were sitting down that Jesus doesn't so, so tell them to sit down. Y'all sit down. Hey, what are we going to do with this crowd? Now they're sitting down, they're expecting something. They done seen miracles you've done, and they done seen you feed. So, hey, some of them's probably here for another miracle, but some of them, they're here to eat, Lord, and what are we going to do? And, you know, problems can stir up things. Uh, uh, you know, we need to find possibilities. No matter what the problem is, what's the possibility here? What can we do? Um... You know, we if you if you step back, if you if you haven't been over, and of course the sign says don't go in there, and I'm not telling you to go in there. You knew what the educational wing looked like before we took it apart. I mean, it's amazing to walk through there and to see the things that's gone, and look at the old auditorium and what's happening there, and you look outside, and it's nothing more than manpower. People putting their minds together, and their hearts together, to to create a job. And uh, that's the way it's going to have to be. Uh, Remember, it was Andrew who told um, Peter, we have found the Lord. And now here we are with Philip and Andrew. Um, Philip's uh, looking around to see what he can do, and he's thinking about we ain't got enough money. And then here's Andrew said, hey, I found a little boy over there. He's got a little, he's got a lunch. But then he brings it to us and said, what is this? little dab here among so many. I think about it this way. Are, are, we, are we finders or are we fretters? You know, we, we need to decide. I think we need to be finders. I think we need to find what's going on and make it happen. Um, Sometimes people just sit back and see who's going to do something. We had a man in our former church who was well off, and, and every time a mission fund came up, he would always tell me, he said, now, Kenny, don't worry about the goal. We'll meet the goal. But he said, I'm going to wait to see what the people are going to do. You know, and Jesus here, he knew what he was going to do. But he was just waiting and let the disciples sort of try to figure something out. Um, you know, it was almost embarrassing again for uh, Andrew to walk up and say, Lord, I, I found this little bag lunch. You, you think we could do something with that? Uh, it's amazing. You think we can do something with that? Um, the lunch was a small thing, uh, but Andrew, when he when he reported it, he he thought this: little is much if God's in it. And Lord, you're here, you're here, and I know you can make it happen. So even um, even you uh, have uh, an eye with God is enough uh, to get the job done. So let's look at a third thing: the little lad who gave his lunch. That was found in verses uh, 10 through 14. We're not going to uh, read that again. Uh, but, you know, it, the, the struggle always comes before we surrender. The struggle always comes before we give in. And so here we are with this struggle. 
Um, you know, what we give to Jesus uh, is never lost. I think about the widow who, who put in all she had. And Jesus said to the, the guys who were looking, say, hey, look, look what she done, but look what I done. And he said, yeah, but you gave a, a part of yours. She gave all she had. And I think sometimes, are we giving all we've got to the Lord? You know, everything we have, it belongs to him. He's put it on loan for us. But what are we willing to do with it? You know, are we willing to share it? Or we're just going to keep it for ourselves. Uh, a little lad, and no doubt he may have been hungry. Hey, he, he was prepared. Okay, how many times are we prepared? You know, sometimes we, we throw something out and say, hey, we need to take up a little ball. Well, I'm not prepared. You know, okay. We need to stay prepared. We need to stay ready. Because we never know when we may be called on to give up what we've got that somebody else might have. Uh, all was silent for a moment. And you know what was going on for that uh, for that morning? Jesus was praying, silent. Lord, Father, you know what I got here. You know the crowd we got. You know why the crowd's here. And I want you glorified and I want you honored. So I'm going to put it out there and see what you'll do with it. Then all of a sudden, there was more food than can be eaten. I, I've, I don't know that it's any good. I don't know that I can find it. But I've got several videos, and one of those videos is a feeding of the 5,000. And it's amazing. They, uh, now, what I call a hamper basket. <laughs> they handed that fish and bread to Jesus. He bows his head to pray. Of course, everybody else is bowing their head to pray. And the miracle's taking place right there doing the prayer. And the disciples grabbed the baskets and started, and the people went, wow. And the more fish they took out, and the more bread they took out, the more fish came in the basket, and the more, more bread came in the basket. I mean, it's amazing to watch it happen. And I'm satisfied that those disciples thought, wow, I have never seen such a sight in my life. I mean, and people, according to Scripture, they all had all they wanted. Not one went away hungry. And I think of, of it says that, that Jesus said, uh, pick up the fragments, pick up the scraps, that none be wasted, none be lost. And they did. Can you imagine? I, the scripture don't say it, but in my heart, I imagine uh, that that little boy also got his own basket <laughs> to take back home. His mama probably says, oh, where'd you get this? Mama, you'll never believe it. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it? Even if you was there, mama, you probably wouldn't believe it. I mean, I just gave my lunch away. And, but look what I got to bring back home. You see, when we, when we give from the heart, God's going to give back a whole lot more. But we should not give it grudgingly. We should not give it expecting, okay? The little boy didn't expect nothing. He, he just gave up his lunch. And sometimes when we, we give up and we give, we sit around, well, it looks like somebody would do something back for me. But it don't work that way. You see, it's a call to full surrender. And when we do, when we do that, in other words, surrendering to be a witness no matter where we start, we start a wave like throwing a pebble, uh, a rock into a, a steel body of water. Here starts the ripples. And they go and they go. And the more we throw, the more they come. So we need to start with what we have. Be willing to give what we have. And obey the commands of the Lord. And we look at that um, 
Verse 13, Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which remained over, look at that, over and above unto them that had eaten. I mean, according to that, everybody ate all they could hold. And then there were still uh, some left. Well, in verse 13, uh, did you pick up on the scraps? What started out in a bag ended up in a basket. I mean, what God can do when we're simply obedient to him. You know, we have a week ahead of us. And what we will do with what we have. We see somebody lacking. If it's possible to meet that need, we ought to meet the need and do it out of a loving heart. And God will pay us back what we're supposed to get. But don't do it expecting it. Do it out of a heart of love. Pull up a gas pump. I was putting gas in, and this man, he was scrambling around for a jug, and then it looked like he was scrambling around for money, and I said, Sir. Yes, sir. I said, I didn't know him. He, he was come off the interstate there. I said, would you bring your jug over here? He said, why? I said, because I want to fill it up for you. I'll take care of it. Oh, no, 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 I want you to do that. I said, well, I want to do it. He said, let me tell you something. I really appreciate you offering. said, the thought is great, but he said, I've got it, and I can take care of it. But I thank you very much. Never seen him for my life, you know. Just a gesture, he is, and he probably drove away wondering, what nut was that? Man, hey. We'll fill up my jugs with gas. You know, whatever we have, the little dab that we have can be multiplied way beyond what we would ever expect if we're just willing to give it. Father, thank you for the evening. Thank you for those who've come. And Lord, help us to take, not to take this miracle lightly because it's a serious thing that the little boy gave up what he had to you and you multiplied it. Father, I thank you for, for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John who all thought it was so important they all recorded this story. I pray that you'd bless tonight. Bless our people as they, we depart here and go our separate ways. Watch over them. Take care of them. And Lord, we'll thank you and praise you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Brother Mark, we